This is Going on a Tangent Podcast, and I'm your host, Kiki, and this week I will be discussing being an independent Black woman. I'm talking about how I got to be so independent, how it has had an impact on my relationships, and how to continuously work on your independence. Trust me, you can be independent and have it all. So let's talk about it. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Before I start off the episode, I do want to let you all know that this is episode 10. Crazy, don't know how we got here. But what I am going to do is allow this episode to wrap up the season and then I'm going to put the season out there to more folks to be able to get some feedback to make some improvements and then come back in about two to three weeks with season two that will hopefully be bigger and better than this one because as you all know this is a very new baby podcast but I don't want it to suck I want it to be good so I need to get some feedback in order for it for me to be able to make it better so let's jump into the episode The definition that I have for you all today is independent. Not influenced or controlled by others in a matter of opinion, conduct, etc. Thinking or acting for oneself. And so I think it's important for me as a black independent woman to define what that means for me and what independence means to me. And so what I would say is being able to provide for and do for myself. This means like paying my own bills, taking care of my family. Like I consider the provide part as like a holistic approach, Um, not depending on someone else to make things in my life happen for me, standing on my own opinion, taking control of the things that I can control in my life because I do understand I can't control everything, but the things that I can really playing like a hands-on role in my life, period. And so I think with me not not me not only defining what being a black independent woman means for me i have to also consider like how did i get to be so independent and so i want to move into talking about how did i get here and when i think about how independent i am i think about i got this way because of my mom being my main and only parent in my life for this many years um watching her like take care of me and my younger brother like by herself doing it all and knowing how much she sacrificed for us this just as I continue to like grow up and recognize that as being a real thing that seeing her do it helped me know that like I gotta do things for myself too like I got to sacrifice in order to get the things that I want. I got to work hard and really be a go-getter in order to make things happen is how that translated to me. And let me tell you all that I had my first job when I was 14 and I learned very early on what it means to have your own, like have a job and have your own money and then have the ability to do what you want with it. And of course at 14, I didn't make much money and I spent my money on what like ice cream and sneakers and stuff but still the point was that I learned from then on what it means to have a job and make my own money and then take that money and do what I want with it and I've had a job since I was 14 so 
it's been a long time running. But as I continue to grow up, you know, outside of my teen years and moving into like even just college, it translated into a way of like, okay, one, I am also a firstborn. And so that means something in itself. But in this very small clang of me, my mom, my brother, that I had to do my part in taking care of them especially like with my mom and all the stuff that she's done for me and for our family like it just translated over to like I gotta work to be able to take care of my mom and my brother and myself and I am the firstborn so I gotta do my part you know and I'm experiencing things first before my brother who is like eight years younger than me and so I I, that meant something to me and I knew that it wasn't just something that I had to like know but I had to do something with it and it became very important to me to be able to do my part in taking care of my mother and my brother and it still is to this day like I don't know if I'll ever stop taking care of my mother um it's just so ingrained in me and such a real thing that I consider to be like a part of my independence and so for me my independence became what it is and defined in that way because of the fact that I watched my mother do it and then I felt like it was transferred over to me or I took it on rather because very a lot of firstborns take it on even if it isn't directly said and sometimes it is directly said that you got to do your part but it meant that I took on this role and now it has moved me through life in being able to do things on my own, get my own, figure out things on my own, um, which is a very big thing for me. Like I will do the long haul of figuring out something instead of just being told, but I'll do the research, look things up, watch some things. And I think a lot of those things are very rooted in me having to be independent, to be able to do my part and help my mom. And also just watching her and her independence do so much and having that be a real thing in my life. And so I do think that independence in this form comes across positive, right? Like it it looks like I'm a I'm a hustler. I get out and get it. I put the work in. I know what it means to provide. Um I know what it means to be able to stand on my own. And I think that independence has two sides and it's not just those characteristics that can be quite positive but I think there's also a negative side of it um, or a shadow side which can be said sometimes um, on independence that is not always as cute so I have to move into talking about how independence has had an impact on my life and my relationships because that's when the shadow side comes out and I can't have this conversation in without talking about the statement of black women can't find a man because they're so independent which is a crazy statement and i think that i do not subscribe to it but i think that there's parts of it that can be true and i'm going to explain myself so please do not run off and leave because you heard me say that i am going to explain further of course but i think it is true to some degree and I only think this because of things that I've learned while being in a long-term relationship that has now become a marriage. But I would say earlier on, my independence was so strong and so crazy. And I think that at times in my life, it warped my idea of things. And I'm going to give you an example. When I was younger, maybe in my teens, 
I imagine myself like, okay, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to like have a kid. And I didn't even think about needing to have a father to do that with. Like I was just going to have a kid. Like how I was going to have a kid without somebody impregnating me. I don't know. But it wasn't even a concept of like thinking about the other route of doing this. But it was just really like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have my kid. And me and my kid are going to do X, Y, and Z. And I knew in the back of my mind that I wanted to do that with someone. But on the forefront, it was about me and my kid. And yes, I know part of this is tied to what I saw growing up from my mother and also my father not being around. But it was also rooted in my independence of like, I can do this on my own. Like, I can do this alone. And I had to think about that like it came back to the surface of my brain when I was pregnant and having so many like just tussles with my um, husband because things were so rooted in my independence you know I was holding on to an idea that I didn't need to hold on to anymore and I think throughout our relationship that what has been almost eight years now that we've been together that I have seen so many times how my independence has had a negative effect on our relationship and I had to learn that it was okay for me to be strong it was okay for me to be independent and capable of doing things on my own and doing things on my own but I also didn't have to do it alone and I think it took me a very very long time to get out of that thought of like, no, but I have to do this. Like me, I have to be the one to do it. And it was so crazy because like in my past relationships, I think I wasn't letting or wasn't allowing room for the man to be the man in a relationship. Mind you, I am someone that also is very like gender roles in a relationship. I'm here for it, which is interesting to match with my independence. See, there's a difference between like reality, wants and needs. Anyways. I won't go on and change about that, but how could I turn around and ask this man that like, you need to take care of me because that's something that I want you to do, but then be like, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'm good. Like <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense. Right? Like I would literally try to do everything and would have the nerve to tell somebody that like, I don't need you. I want you like, that's rude. Okay, that is hella rude. And trust me, I've been told by many friends that that was rude. And I recognize that, again, as we continue to grow in our relationship, as our relationship continued to expand and become a family, and recognizing that I can't do things on my own all the time and alone. And thankfully, my husband, who he himself is strong, that I don't know if I would have lasted this long, we would have lasted this long if he wasn't who he was and saw past the independent exterior that I held or the continual need to feel like I have to be the one to do it. I have to be such a provider. I have to take care of the people that I care about. Like he saw past that. And so this is a part about the line that I say that I don't agree because I do think that independent, strong black women can have men and, you know, and be independent. But I think you just have to find the right man for your level of independence. Okay. Like to each his own, everybody's got to find the person for them. So yes, I do think that we can get in the way of ourselves sometimes with our independence And I think that 
when we are too strong, it can give off a certain thing to certain to others. And so it can have an effect on our relationships. But I also think that it doesn't have to be the end all be all. I think it's possible for you to be independent, be a strong black woman and still be able to get all the things that you want, desire in life. And so I won't lie and say that we didn't get into arguments around this because we did. And, um, you know, I really I had the nerve to get upset for him not doing something but I tried to dominate everything in a relationship. So it was like, you know, it just took a lot of reflecting and arguments um, to be able to see outside of myself. And, you know, relationships really teach you more and more about yourself every day. And my husband has become a damn mirror. And the reflection was hitting hard and not in a good way. So I had to recognize that there were things that I needed to change and things that I needed to do in order to improve on being an independent woman but in the context of me now being in a unit of a relationship and of a family so now that I've told you about all the ways that my independence has affected my relationship negatively. Um, I want to tell you that it is something that I am continually working on, right? And so what working on my independence means is one about knowing the difference between independence and dominance. And so when I recognize that there's a difference and what my independence was really rooted in for myself. And so Yes, I know where my independence maybe started and where it came from, but I think it became something that I did so much that it became more of me dominating things and trying to control things versus me being independent and capable of doing these things alone. Going back to that get out and get it, hustle mentality, have my own opinions, um, taking care of my family, having the ability to, you know, pay my bills. Like those are the positive things, but I think I took it too far that it became more of a controlling, like how can I control the things in my life or the things that I can control in a way that it doesn't even allow for help because I'm the run running the show all the time and being too dominant in a relationship that didn't call for that cause a negative you know impact on my relationship and once I was reflected from my husband of this dominance then I knew that it was something that I at least need to like it stop or for me to continually work on right because you don't just let go of these kind of things this stuff you have to unlearn on a constant basis and so I think it also was rooted in not just control but also in trust and that once I got to a place of recognizing for myself that I trust my partner, that I could let my guard down because he approved to me that he was capable of taking care of me, doing those things that I wanted him to do because it's not that I didn't want him to help me. I did want him to help me. I just needed to learn to let go (laughs) so that he could do that part, right? So that he could take care of me and our family, so that he could play the role that I want him to play. 
And so constant learning to give him the space to be able to do those things, but then also the side of giving myself the space to not always do everything, right? Like I don't have to do everything all the time. I I don't. And I have someone that I'm secure enough with to be able to help me that I can let go of things and I don't have to be in control all the time. And I need to let go of my control issues and that my independence has gotten me so far in life and I am independent, but now I'm a woman in a family and I have to learn to be able to tone down my independence at times to be able to allow my husband to do the things I want and need him to do and for me to be able to do the things and to do my part in that relationship and in that family unit as well and so having a level of trust and with our goals both in mind we can both do our parts and I can also be able to like sit back at times which is something that I think I'm just like I struggle so much in being able to just like relax like just actually relax and not do anything because I want to do so much all the time and so I think it's constantly something on a daily that I have to be conscious of and as we go through different things in our relationships and even in my relationships with like my mother or other family members and trying to pull back some and not try to take over and control things all the time I think as as conscious as I can be about it the better that I am about it so let's jump into the next segment that I don't know who needs to hear this segment. Ooh, okay, <laughs> I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can be both independent and in the need of people. Don't let your independence be a downfall, but you level up. So that's real. Be independent. Be of your own mind. Be able to like go out and get stuff, but then be conscious enough to know that when you need help because everyone needs help that you are capable of stepping back to receive that help but you are also capable of asking for that help because we really truly cannot go through the world alone that we do need people and that there's a time and place for our independence But I digress. This is where I wrap up the tangent that I've been on all episode and hit you with the word. So what I have for you all today is, did you hear my snappity snap? Um, I think it is beautiful to be an independent woman. I think it is also beautiful to know that you can have people that you love that will take care of you. Like we don't always have to do it ourselves and we don't have to do it alone. Like don't let your independence become dominant, right? In your life and in your relationships. When you recognize that you have someone that you can trust, then let them help you. You can still be independent and have it all. Trust me, because I know that I do. But I digress. Thanks for tuning in and I will see y'all next season.